Come on, come on. Come on, come on. We're in great expectation tonight for the great things that God has in store for his people. Come on. Come on, focus your mind on him tonight. Come on, let him know you want to receive. Let him know you're hungry tonight. Let him know you're thankful that he brought us into this moment. This is our Kairos moment. It's our Kairos moment. It's our Kairos hour. It's our Kairos season. God has something wonderful in store for his people tonight. Come on, come on. Just another minute. Just another minute. Just clap your hands and shout out to him. Rejoice in him. Let that joy flood out. Let that joy flood out. Out of your rivers. Let that river of living water flow out of your belly tonight. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise. We magnify your name. We adore you. We exalt you tonight, oh God. We magnify you, Lord. We extol you tonight. We exalt you, the Lord our God. Hallelujah. You are God of gods. You are King of kings. You are Lord of lords. Hallelujah. You are the great I am. Hallelujah. You're God of the universe. You're King of all the earth. And you're the Lord of our lives. Hallelujah. You are worthy of our praise. You are worthy of all honor. You are worthy of all glory. From the rising of the sun unto the setting of the same, your name is great and to be praised, oh God. You are great and great and to be praised. You are great and great and to be praised. You are great and great and to be praised. You are great and great and to be praised. And so we praise you. We won't let the rocks cry out for us. We won't let the rocks cry out for us. You've been good to us. You're worthy of it all. You deserve all the praise. You deserve all the glory. You deserve all the honor. You deserve our hallelujah. You deserve our shout. You deserve our, you deserve our rejoicing, oh God. And so we give it to you, God. We withhold nothing from you, oh God. Hallelujah. This is the day that you have made. We will rejoice. We will rejoice. We will rejoice. We will rejoice. We will rejoice and be glad in it. You have made us exceedingly glad in all of your works, oh God. You have made us exceedingly glad in all of your works, oh God. You have been good to us and we are glad. You have been good to us, oh God. you we magnify your name oh hallelujah hallelujah come on give God one big shout right now hallelujah we praise you tonight God and we thank you for giving us this opportunity to be in your house thank you for your faithfulness oh God what a wonderful faithful God you are you are so good to us from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, you are worthy to be praised. God, thank you for how you've kept us this day. Thank you, Lord, for demonstrating your love and your kindness and your mercy. Thank you, God, because your mercies, they are new every morning. Thank you, Lord. Great is your faithfulness, oh God. Thank you for our daily load of benefits, God. Thank you, Lord, that you loaded us up today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, that you forgive all of our iniquities and you heal all of our diseases, God. Thank you, Lord, that you crown us with loving kindness and tender mercies. Thank you that, God, you redeem our lives from destruction. Thank you that, God, God, you satisfy our mouths with good things.
so that our youth is renewed as the eagles. Thank you, Father, for all of your exceedingly great and precious promises whereby we are partakers of your divine nature. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, for being so good to us. God, we thank you for calling us into your family. Thank you, Lord, that you chose us in you before, in Christ before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before you in love. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that you called us and you predestined us. You justified us. You glorified us. You've given us this position right next to you. Lord, to fellowship with you on your level. Thank you for raising us up to a heavenly dignity, a heavenly condition, a heavenly state of being. Thank you, Father, for the lives that we now get to enjoy in the kingdom of God. God, at one time we were without Christ, without you and without hope in the world, but you've brought us now, you've brought us near by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving our souls. Thank you for bringing us into the family of God. Thank you, Father, for letting us be in your family. Hallelujah, Father. And God, we're so thankful that you've brought us into this place once again where we can fellowship with the saints of God. We can be in your presence together. Thank you, Lord, because we know that, God, tremendous things happen when the saints of God get together. But Jesus declared that if two or three of us are gathered together in his name, he said he is there, he is here in our midst. So, Father, thank you for the very presence of Jesus in this place. We welcome you, Jesus. We welcome you, sweet Holy Spirit. Have your way in this place. And, Father, we thank you so much for the ambassador that you've sent here to minister the word of God to us. God, we know that, God, you have something supernatural planned for us. God, your word said that, God, no, with, no good thing do you withhold from those who walk uprightly. God, so we're, we're walking uprightly. God, we want to make sure there's nothing blocking the flow of your goodness and your glory in our lives. So, God, we ask you this weekend that you would do a supernatural work inside of us. Father, it's you that you work in us both to will and to do for your good pleasure. So this weekend, do a work on the inside of us. God, we ask that your word would have free course in this place and be glorified among your people. We bind every hindering spirit, every demonic force that would try to stop the flow of the word. And we pronounce right now and think that there are angels that are gathered around this place to ensure that this environment is set for the word of God to flow freely. So, Father, have your way in this place. Send your word with a divine utterance, with a divine unction. And God, bless the woman of God this weekend, this very night. We draw out everything you've poured in. We pray that, Father, even those who are watching online will pull from right where they are and grab hold of what comes in this place. God, we thank you for what you are doing, for what's about to happen tonight and this weekend. We give you the praise for it all. We give you all the honor and we give you all the glory. 
It's in the matchless name of Jesus Christ that we pray. If you agree, why don't you shout amen. Amen. I want you to go ahead and put those hands together again and give Father God, give our Father a great big hand of praise that I displace. Hallelujah. Come on, come on, come on. Let God know you're in great expectation for what he will do in this place tonight. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because he's worthy of it all. We give him praise tonight in this place. Amen. We want you to do me a favor. Go around and, and hug three, four, five people that you haven't seen already. Welcome them in the house of God tonight. Find somebody you haven't seen. And just share that love with them tonight. Share your love with them. say welcome to those who are watching online wherever you may be hallelujah thank you for tuning in and uh, we certainly would love it if you were here but all kind of reasons and obstacles come up and we know that people are out of town there are people watching us from all over the world and so we thank you for tuning in and invite you to just really plug in you know when you're watching at home you got to really really focus you got to really really focus and uh, we, we got to focus here Amen. Sitting right here. Really tune in because all kind of distractions the devil tries to bring to keep us from receiving what God has for us. But uh, I commend all of you all for coming here and being here early here on this first night to be a part of what God has to say to us. I'm telling you, the Bible says, Beloved, I wish that you prosper being healthy even as your souls prosper. And so the thing that's, that blocks our prosperity in every area of our lives, it's what's happening in the soul. And tonight God has sent a soul doctor. <laughs> an expert in that area and uh, I promise you your lives will never be the same if we take what we what we hear and apply it right away the last time Pastor Elizabeth came she talked about that how when you get something you gotta apply it within the first 24 hours you gotta apply it right away so let's make up in our minds tonight that everything we hear tonight and tomorrow and Sunday we're gonna apply it right away don't stew on it just just, just go do it. Just put it right into practice. Amen. Because that's how we get the results that God has for us. Amen. Some of you who have never met uh, Pastor Elizabeth, uh, she's uh, an associate pastor there in Frankfort, Kentucky. And we know uh, Apostle Philip Derber, who comes here quite often. We're glad for him. And uh, she's been serving along with him, Pastor uh, and Elder. How long have y'all been to, uh, with 
Right. Basically, you were around before he was around. <laughs> right. So 30 years. And, um, I mean, right there, faithfully serving. Faithfully serving. I think we ought to give God a hand for faithfulness. There's something to be said about faithfulness. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Faithful men abound with blessing. Amen. And so they've been faithful and they serve and they do so well in many capacities. And uh, we're so grateful. I enjoyed uh, Pastor Elizabeth's teaching. I hope that, that you'll share uh, tonight your YouTube page. You ha she has a YouTube uh, channel. Um, I don't know. Soul Salvation Ministries. And uh, I think, you know, you probably should get your phone out. and boy, I know you have your phone. Uh, get your phone out and uh, find Soul Salvation Ministries on YouTube. And you'll see Dr. Elizabeth there. And subscribe right now. Just do it right now. Just, just get it out right now. Hit that notification bell. Like, subscribe, share, uh, share. <laughs> like, subscribe, and share. As we say in our show, smash that like button. <laughs> smash that subscribe button. Amen. Hit that thumbs up. Thumbs up everything. Amen. Soul Salvation Ministries. S-O-U-L, Salvation Ministries, on YouTube. Amen. And uh, we'll, we'll help build her audience. Amen. Because you know somebody else who needs to hear this word. And they may not, they may not be ready to step foot in a church yet, but they will watch YouTube. <laughs> they will watch YouTube. We can start them right there. Amen. And uh, so we appreciate her ministry. And uh, it's been a joy to know uh, Elder Fantley and Pastor Elizabeth, and um, you're going to be richly blessed by the Word of God this weekend. It is, I know it's changed our lives. It's changed our lives uh, just hearing her teaching and um, praise God. A very unique way of presenting the Word of God. You're going to be blessed. Amen? So I'm not going to take up all the time talking. Without any further ado, would you all stand, please, once again. Let's receive our special guest for this weekend. Pastor Dr. Elizabeth Smither. Come on.
we said, well, of course, we haven't seen, and he's, he's, we called him Little Fantley. Now, he's not as little as he was, <laughs> but he's named after uh, his uh, grandfather. And <clears throat> three, he's three, okay? That's important because <clears throat> they told him, they called me Mama Liz. They said, Mama Liz and Grandpa coming. Oh, they are. And he goes out on the front porch, and he's watching. Mama Liz and Grandpa coming. And, of course, three years old, it's right now. <laughs> Amen. And so he's out there on the porch, and he's watching. They said, now they're going to come around that corner right over there. Okay, so all his attention is right over there. And he's watching, and he knows the, you know, the color of the car. And we're in a blue car and a, a, a little Camry or something. And, and he, he's watching, very intent. And when we turn that corner, he starts, I mean, everybody in here ought to be in children's ministry just for that. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I was so glad that we had stopped when they called. He said, well, we've got to take something to Bentley. We haven't seen him in a while. We go get him a little, you know, Thomas train, something that doesn't go on a track. He can just play around. And I'll tell you, when that happened, I was so thankful that we had stopped and could bless him. And when we come in this place and we get so excited about God, hallelujah, he just has to bless us. Glory to God, are you kidding me? If I could hardly stand it, how much more a perfect, almighty God who loves us and created us for his glory. Amen, hallelujah. I tell you what, we started doing that first thing in the morning. Get out of bed. Glory to God. Praise you, Jesus. Your glorious and power, majesty, and glory. Hallelujah. You are the only wise God. You're our provider out here. It's the year of restoration. You get free of coffee right then. Because <laughs> God's on the scene and He just has to bless you. <laughs> because it's coming out of your heart. It's who you are and what you've created to be. I'm telling you, there is a Greek word and it's beyond, there's a word, kara, that means joy. And then there's kairo, which is rejoice. But this word for leaping, for joy, and exceedingly rejoiceful and exulting and going wild for God is a word called agaliao. 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 You look that up. <laughs> and when the disciples came back from their mission, 
in Luke chapter 10 and they'd been casting out devils and raising the dead and they said even the devils are subject to us in your name and he said rejoice not that the devils are subject to you but rejoice that your names are written in heaven glory to God and then he started a golly uh oh over his bride because he could see it He's so in love with his church. He's so in love with his bride. Glory to God. For the joy set before him, he endured the cross and despising the shame. And it says in Hebrews in chapter 1 and, chapter one and verse uh, 9, it says, He's anointed with an oil of agalio. Now, I wasn't going to preach on this tonight, but you just provoked me sore. Glory to God! Woo! Hallelujah! Woo! <laughs> Abraham, a Galeo, to see my day, and he saw it, and he was glad. Are you kidding me? Glory to God with joy unspeakable, full of glory, receiving the end of your faith. Why? God just can hardly stand it. He got to bless you. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Help us, Lord. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. We have eyes to see, ears to hear, hearts to perceive exactly what you would impart into us tonight. We thank you for it, Father God. We receive it. We're so thankful to you. We love you. We rejoice in you. We give you praise and honor and glory in this place. In Jesus' name. Let's go over to uh, <clears throat> Joshua. Hallelujah. Glory to God. <clears throat> Joshua chapter 3. And I've been hearing some things about y'all. <clears throat> You've been tribulating some devils around here. <laughs> I mean, they're running scared. Flee. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what's going on. You're the tribulator. It's all your words, actions, and gifts, the seed of everything you're sowing and pressing in to know God and focus with your eyes single. Are you kidding me? Devils can't handle it. Hallelujah. Going to the other side. Praise God. Amen. And so I thought we maybe should read about that some here. Because... <clears throat> Hallelujah. All right, I got to tell you one more thing. <laughs> Pastor Jonathan, I think he texted me first, maybe, or called. said, um, would you consider coming down and ministering? I believe the Lord would have you come and minister on soul salvation. You hadn't been here for a while, and uh, I believe we're ready. 
uh, for another <clears throat> conference. And I said, well, yes, I would love to come. Yes, let me check with uh, uh, pastor, my pastor dad, right? <laughs> and see what the schedule is, and I'll get right back with you. Apparently, we get to go to Florida in January. Woo! Yes, I believe we can make it. Nice. And I thank you for the great honor and privilege for being here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So we're in Joshua and we're chapter three, okay? <clears throat> Hallelujah. Glory to God. We're having fun in this thing. And it says in verse 1, <clears throat> And Joshua rose early in the morning, and they removed from Shittim and came to the Jordan. Now let me give you a little bit of history in this. <clears throat> of course, the, uh, God's people, the children of Israel, come out of Egypt. Remember, ten plagues, Red Sea opens up, uh, go to Mount Sinai, get the law. You, everybody saw the movie, right? <clears throat> well, it wasn't exactly like that. <laughs> but now they got, they got to spend 40 years in the wilderness, except for Joshua and Caleb. They were 40 and 45 when they started wandering, when the people just would not go in. Say, that's not us. <clears throat> we don't have time. We don't have 40 years, okay? Don't, don't have any time to be wandering from one church to another. Amen. Or whatever, doing our own things. No, it's time now. <clears throat> and so, of course, uh, Joshua was wise. He didn't send 12 spies in. He only sent two. <laughs> and they went in and came back and they said, listen, the people, it's been 40 years, but they still remember. They've told it to their children and their grandchildren. And they are afraid that their defense is taken away from them. Uh, there's nothing that's going to hinder us from going in and taking our promised land. Now, the promised land is their inheritance. Okay, and that's a good point. I don't want you to forget that because we're going to be talking about inheritance here tonight. We're talking about supernatural inheritance that's been reserved in heaven for you from the foundation of the world, okay? And so now the mantle has passed to Joshua from Moses, and God's uh, uh, going to take them in through Joshua, and that's where we uh, start here in chapter 3. Of Joshua And Joshua rose early in the morning. They removed from Shittim and came to Jordan. Now that's the Jordan River. So they had to pass through the Red Sea to get out of Egypt. Now they've got to pass through the Jordan 
to get to their inheritance. So it's one thing to be born again and come out of the world, but it's another thing to go through the straight gate to get into the inheritance God has for you, and you must manifest in this natural realm. And I'm just going to go on and say it, because that's how God is not going to bankrupt the devil. Hallelujah. And it's how the restoration of all things is coming. And so we've got to learn some things about this, see, because we'll not be deceived, we'll not, be, we'll not step aside, we'll not uh, get distracted, but we're keeping our eyes single, and we've got to go in, folks, because the body of Christ needs this church operating in their destiny and assignment on this planet. Hallelujah. I heard a report from Pastor Philip. Apostle Derber, he said, there is a portal of prosperity opened over this church. Not, we're not talking natural. We're not talking trying to make ends meet. We're not talking, let's go on and get two or three jobs. we got to do this for God. We've got to do something and work it. We've got to do something. What are we going to do? Oh, God's got to have, we got to do this. we got to do this. No. Jesus said, believe only. God, all he needs is your faith and commitment. Believe you receive. Separate yourself. And cast the care on the Lord. Because as long as care is bombarding your soul, God can't do anything. This is big. Let's just use it here. I'll use this pen. Robert. I believe I've received that new vehicle. Let's just say. Some of you, a new house, new property, new, 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 whatever. And I thank you for it. I thank you, Lord God, that that you, you give me the desires of my heart, and I believe I receive And uh, I ride in majesty, hallelujah, in the high places, praise God. And I've got word on it, and now I know it. I've got it. I have it. And I thank you for it, and I give the care. Now watch. Faith and casting the care go together. Because that's the only way the defeated devil can stop your blessing, if he can get your soul to caring, taking the care, figuring it out, trying to do something, going to have to, what are we going to do? Well, what's going to happen here? La-dee-da-dee. See, now, I give the care to God. You can be God. Yep. <laughs> so I gave the care. Now, <clears throat> I'm walking along. 
When's that new car coming to you? Hmm. Well, you know, you could go out and get this and do that. Maybe you could shift this money over there. Maybe you can do this and that. Uh-oh, what happened? I've got it. Well, it's my car. It's my, you know. But as long as I'm caring for it, God's resting. I'm working in my soul. I may not be doing anything, or I might be doing something in the natural. You think about it long enough, you start doing something. That's right. That's right. Oh, Lord, I'm sorry. Glory to God. I repent. That's not me. I'm dead to that. Glory to God. I cast every bit of this care on you, and I thank you for it. I will not let, listen to this. I will not let my thoughts touch that again. I will not let my thoughts. You're the guardian of your soul. You decide what you're going to think. Whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and a good report, there be any virtue and praise. Think on, that sounds like a commandment to me. That sounds like it would be sin if we didn't do that. Because it's not of faith. And what's not of faith is what? Sin. We're going to stay in the faith realm. See? So when you believe you receive, You cast the care on the Lord. Commit it. Commit your works to the Lord. And he'll establish your thoughts. See that? Because you've got to have, keep your soul on top of it. All the way through for victory. And when he... See, and this is the only way... A defeated devil can interrupt your blessing is to get your soul, your thoughts, with its emotions <laughs> dragged down into darkness. What's darkness? Natural thinking. Natural thinking. Natural thinking. To be carnally minded, natural minded, natural thinking is what? Death. Death. It's darkness. That's where the defeated devil operates. He can't operate in the spiritual minded realm that's life and peace. There's nothing life and peace about that defeated devil. See? So when you keep your soul in the light, you're walking in the light. You keep your soul there. And if ever you, you feel your soul dropping down into natural thinking, natural minded, what's going to happen? See? No, you say, no, in the name of Jesus. Oh, no. Sorry, Lord. Ha, 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 ha. Glory to God. <laughs> I caught it. <laughs> 
condemned for letting my soul do that. I caught it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Woo! Got it that time. Glory to God. <laughs> I repent. You got the pen. I mean, it's car or whatever. <laughs> God's got the care. And then what do I do? Enter into the rest. As long as I'm resting, God's working. If I'm working, he's resting. God cannot work if you're working. Listen, you, in order to be able to effectively do this and practice, you see, you got to practice, 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 practice. See, you got to be f- strong in your spirit with the Word of God. You got to spend time with God, pray in the Holy Ghost. Somebody I talked to on a prayer line today, and I was just, you know, <clears throat> praying. She asked me to pray about something. I prayed. And then I just knew. I said, now you need to be praying in the Spirit more. You need to be praying in the Holy Ghost. And she said, and all these problems, I said, every single thing is going to be taken care of if you will commit yourself to pray in the Spirit more and and listen. (coughs) See, must be somebody in here that needs praying in the Holy Ghost more. To stay strong in your spirit, see. Build yourself up, most holy. Build yourself up. Extended times, see, this weekend. Praying for these services. <laughs> but <clears throat> praying in the Holy Ghost. Amen? Amen? So, how we got from Joshua to that, I'm not certain. But, <laughs> this is important, folks. Well, I guess we can go home. We've got something good. <laughs> no, we're not going home yet because we got something really good here. We're in Joshua. <clears throat> he rose early and removed from Shittim to Jordan. Okay. Now, <clears throat> oh, we're talking about inheritance because, see, they came out of Egypt born again. See? But that's not enough for you to manifest the in- supernatural inheritance that God has for you. Now you realize that the born again you. Listen, you, you gotta you gotta grab a hold of this. <laughs> when you came to God and you gave Him your life, you may have just said, "Jesus," or "Come into my heart, do something with my life." Whatever you did, you thought He was just gonna forgive you. Well, that's big. But you know what? God doesn't just forgive. He recreates you in his own image. Hallelujah. (laughs) Is that awesome? He doesn't just forgive you. He recreates you. So the, the, the tendency to sin is not there anymore. The sin nature is not there anymore. What tempted you, see, you did You Never sin without being tempted in your soul. Okay? Amen? And so the new creation you, the righteousness of God, the son and daughter of God, 
the express, listen to me, the express image of Jesus Christ is who you are. A bride equally yoked with a bridegroom spirit needs to have expression in this natural realm. Born again you. Express image of Jesus Christ. The works I do shall you do also. And greater works than these shall you do. Because I go to the Father. This is the physical realm down here. Where God wants to see blind eyes open, deaf ears open, lame walking, cancers cursed and cast out, dead erased and... <clears throat> Debts canceled and new hearts and inheritance coming forth. And I'm telling you, restitution of all things and the bride doing the greater works. Hallelujah. Down here. But there's a soul world in between. The mind, will, and emotions. Before you were born again, you were an enemy of God, spirit, soul, and body. When you received, invited Jesus into your heart, now you are one spirit with the Lord. But your soul and body are still an enemy of God. Because you're thinking, the thoughts, emotions, everything, see? Body has to be retrained, all that, see? Everything. But it's true. But see, God didn't want robots. He wants somebody that would choose Him. He wants somebody that would seek Him, that would love Him on purpose. Glory to God. Are you seeing that? And so we got to know who we are, and who are we? Right here. Born again of the incorruptible seed of God's word. The very genes of Jesus Christ. <clears throat> if we don't know that, how are we going to get that to the soul realm? How are we going to renew our mind? How are we going to renovate, tear down the old, build up the new, put off the old? That's putting it off of your soul. Put the new man on your soul. Now what happens, see, there's tourniquets. This is where the devil, you know the devil's been kicked out of heaven, you know that? A couple of times now already, at least. <laughs> Father God did it first time, right? Second time it was Jesus in the blood. Woo! He can't get anywhere close to the heaven of heavens, right? Never, can't do it. But now it's the Holy Ghost turn through the bride. <laughs> but he, so he's been cast down into the natural realm. And you didn't see, you might have thought you saw the devil driving to, you were, no, you were driving to work or to church or somewhere. Like. <clears throat> but that wasn't the devil, that just somebody acting like the devil. Being influenced by the devil. See, 
Got it? So he's, he's in the invisible realm. Okay? And that invisible realm is called the soul, the mental, psychological, emotional realm. He has controlled whole nations just through thoughts and emotions. That's it. See? And so all he has to do is shake one of your strongholds of the old memories... Get some emotions stirred up, and he uses those emotions to put a tourniquet around your soul where the express image of... Do you know what the express image of Jesus Christ? You hardly do. If you know this word, you know that that's who you are. That all that power, all that glory, everything that's been predestined, your inheritance, it's all right up in here, but it can't get down here. If there's tourniquets around the soul that the devil uses emotions to wrap up the soul. He uses emotions to wrap. Have you ever known anybody that had that suffered? We are right way off our notes right now. Sorry, Gigi, I tried. Amen. <laughs> hey, Listen, this is so important. We're going to set the stage for this whole weekend. You know how, and this is, this is just the way the Lord showed it to me, okay? Just to give us a concept of, of how the devil is able to manipulate and control people. And do you know he's been stripped, he's been spoiled, he's been made a show of openly, he's totally defeated uh, Jesus. You know, he became sin and knew no sin, he was made a curse. He, Jesus did a complete work. So the defeated devil has no power, nothing. He has nothing except what people will give him, except what he can, uh, what does it say in Psalm 27? The enemies, my foes, came against me to eat up my flesh. How does that happen? Well, this is the way the Lord showed this to me, is, you know, when a person goes to, uh, the bud bank to give blood or whatever, they have to put a tourniquet around their arm, see, to draw life or the blood. Life's in the blood. To draw blood, you know, to give to someone else that someone else might live. Well, the defeated devil, he's drawing life by putting tourniquets around people's souls and drawing life that's supposed to go here. Have you ever heard anybody uh, grieve themselves to death yes. or get sick from just sheer grief? What is grief? Grief is a spirit. It's a demonic spirit. And don't you dare let that come in you. That's right. That's right. That's right. Grief is the force behind religion. And people that have been... Uh, I mean, radical for God. And somehow a spirit of grief gets in there. Some kind of broken relationship. Some kind of uh, something that was said. Someone, you know, maybe dear to him uh, moves to heaven or whatever. You know, any number of, of, listen, smoke screens. Smoke screens. 
smoke screens. Everything, you know what a smoke screen is? Everybody knows, right? Okay, good. <laughs> smoke in the atmosphere so that you can't see what you're pursuing. And the devil hides behind that smoke screen and slithers in and puts a tourniquet around the soul with emotion. Every stronghold, remember, you all are well taught in the word, 2 Corinthians 10, 3. Oh, we <clears throat> walk in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the what? Pulling down of strongholds. Why do you want to pull those strongholds down? Why do you want to dissolve strongholds? Why do you want to get rid of strongholds that are of the old man, the old woman, the old? Why? Because those <clears throat> strongholds have, uh, have emotion with them. They're alive with emotion. Now this weekend, we're going to dissolve emotional response to strongholds. You may still have the memory of the past. It may have been very painful in the past. It may be something that still is causing some emotional response, but that's dissolving this weekend. So that the defeated devil has no more tourniquets that he can put around your soul to manipulate and control you anymore. And he cannot feed off your flesh anymore. Hallelujah. Because with indignation, zeal, and revenge, we're destroying, dissolving, and pulling down those strongholds. Now, I'm telling you, we got a powerful, powerful weekend. Because I'm calling, I'm doing the end from the beginning. <laughs> Does everybody understand that? Yes. That's really vitally important because when you can feel, feel, what are your emotions for? To, to detect what's happening in the atmosphere that you cannot see. You've all experienced this going to, you go, uh, let's say, you, say you're going to work or something and you go in this one room, maybe this break room, and everybody's saying, well, you better be glad I'm here today. You can't believe we got in a fight this morning, and I'll tell you what, and I went out to try to start the car, and it wouldn't start, and then I kicked at the tires and all, and said, well, that's nothing compared to what happened to me, and I mean, they're having a pity party. <laughs> Amen? Now, let me ask you, what's the atmosphere like? In something like that. Hmm? How do you know it's a bad atmosphere? You go right in the next room. Man, they're talking about what a good God Jesus is doing for them and what happened and something good's happening and la di da di da And I'm telling you, Woo, that atmosphere, atmosphere. We're talking about the soul world. Yes. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 2 talks about the prince of the power 
of the air. Are you, is everyone familiar with that? That's the atmosphere in the place of the, the pity party place. <clears throat> what do you think's operating there? Angels or devils? Huh? Well, y'all do that. What are we tolerating those atmospheres for then? Huh? Why are we sitting around in something like that? Why are we letting that be around our souls? Why are we letting that have any expression in our atmosphere? No. What's over here in this place where everybody's just, oh, pumping each other up and we're having a good time? Where, what's operating over there? Angels. Your angels have expression in this natural realm through you controlling the soul world. He's just a lowly prince. We're kings. Kings of the atmosphere. Kings of the atmosphere. Kings of the soul world. Taking our rightful positions. There's thrones in those soul worlds. The port, what do you think portals are open? What do you think that's about? That's about, that's about exceeding grace, Christian center, going up into the soul world in the mental psychological realm, establishing our souls in a spiritual <clears throat> dimension so that the soul world is opened up. The portal is in the soul world. The gates of heaven are wide open to us, folks. It's just the soul world that's got to be opened up. Are we seeing something there? And that's your assignment. That is your assignment to establish your kingdom. God has this as a kingdom for you. You are kings of this soul world dimension of prosperity to keep this portal of prosperity open so supernatural supply so that tourniquet is loosed off of this church, loosed off of this region, loosed off of your ministry, loosed off of your assignment. Stop trying to figure it out. Stop taking the care. Did I take that back from you? You better keep that. <laughs> See? <clears throat> we got to get into Joshua here. <laughs> because this is everything I'm speaking to your assignment. And you got this. God has already proclaimed it, released it, and there's grace for it. You apply your faith to it. Why do you think uh, Pastor Jonathan talks about bankrupting the devil? You said it more than once, I know. He said it more, I've heard him say it more than Apostle Derber who released that revelation in 1997. And then he comes here and God says, portal of prosperity. Yes. Not 
<clears throat> not natural from hell. No. Supernatural from heaven. <clears throat> I feel the Holy Ghost. God has faith in your faith. <laughs> your ability to believe him, to trust him, to turn it over to him, to cast the care on him, and just keep uh, attention on the word. Your eye single. <clears throat> but the word says that you have to go through the straight gate. Jesus said, don't go through the wide. Everybody does, you know, everybody goes that way. No. We're going through the Nara. Amen? Okay. Let's, let's see about this. <clears throat> That's still daylight saving time back there, right? <laughs> okay. And it came to pass after three days, we're in verse 2, uh, there's something you're going to see three days a lot in the scripture. But anyway, resurrection. And it came to pass after three days, the officers went through the host. They commanded the people saying, when you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, that you shall re remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it about 2,000 Cubits. That's somewhere between uh, about a half or three quarters of a mile, okay? So that's a pretty good distance, all right? But he says that because uh, in the last verse he says, for, I mean verse 4, in the last part of verse 4, for you have not passed this way here before. I'm telling you, exceeding grace, you have not passed this way before. Okay, so the priests have the ark. What's that uh, representative? Let's just take it this way. The priests are carrying the presence. Okay, God's going before them, right? And so the priests have the presence. And they are, in, they are going before the people. Okay, <clears throat> and there's a distance because you want to be able to see everybody. We're talking about a pretty good bunch of folks here, a million people or so. And so everybody's got to see where the priests are going because they've got the ark, and that's the direction, and they've got to keep their eyes single on the priests, see, to be able to know what their next step is. Okay? All right. <clears throat> Joshua said, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Tomorrow. Okay? And Joshua spoke to the priest, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant, pass over before the people. They took up the ark, went before the people. And the Lord said, Joshua, this day will I begin to magnify you <clears throat> in the sight of Israel that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with you. Okay? And so that's important. Amen? Amen. 
And you shall command the priests to bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When you are come to the brink of the water of the Jordan, you shall stand still in Jordan. Hallelujah. Now, Jordan is, that's where they got to crew across. Okay? And so they're going to go stand in the Jordan. Now, let's, let's see what else happens. Joshua said, Come here, hear the words of the Lord. Hereby you shall know that the living God is among you and, uh, that, and that will be with you. He will not fail to drive out from before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Perizzites, the Gergesites, the Amorites, the Jebusites. I have a feeling if we were to study those, those, those would be seven enemies of your soul, but we're not going to do that right now. But the point is, these are enemies of your soul trying to keep you from a supernatural supply system of your spiritual inheritance that you have to manifest. This assignment's not your choice anymore. If you go to this church, you got a special assignment. And don't be looking around saying, are you kidding me this? Yeah. (laughs) For the joy set before him, he endured the cross because he saw exceeding grace, Christian sinner, opening up this portal of prosperity for the body of Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. With your face. Not your good looks. And not that you're not good looking, I'm saying. Okay. But your faith is precious. More precious than gold. It perishes. Amen? Okay. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord, of all the earth. You got to give me at least another half hour. Is that okay? Can we do that? Okay. Because it's not my fault you all jumped ahead. <clears throat> That crew over here. No, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> okay, let's go to verse 13. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord, the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon a heap. We're talking about an invisible dam. The water's still flowing back, you know, out of the Sea of Galilee and coming down, but it stopped right there. And watch what it says. Shall be cut off, come down from above, they shall stand on the heap. Verse 14, it shall come to pass, and people remove from their tents to pass over Jordan the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the Lord. And as they uh, that bear the Ark were coming to Jordan, and the feet of the priests that bear the Ark... Now look, they got to do this by faith. they got to believe something's going to happen. They don't know what's going to happen. they got to believe... <laughs> How are we going to do this? 
Well, if you splash real hard over here, and we'll splash over here, and we'll just keep it out. And okay, go run. Somebody's gonna have you know come up with some kind of idea of how to do this thing. No, you got the pen? Okay. No, we've got to cast that care on the Lord. He said it. He's gonna do it. Did he say it? Will he not make it good? <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> Four, now watch this. You think that's <laughs> enough? Uh, it says the Jordan <clears throat> overflows all its banks. We're in a flooding season. This is not just the creek, you know, kind of dribbling by. This is a flood. It overflows all its banks when? In time of harvest. Supernatural harvest, I might add. That the water should come down, stood and rose up upon a heap very far from the city of Adam that is beside Zarethan. You thought that was probably it. And, just kidding. <laughs> and those that came down toward the uh, sea of the plain, even the salt sea, failed. And were cut off. And the people passed over right against. Not the, the, the best fortified city in the whole land. Huge walls. Military, uh, the best of the military in that whole land. I mean, the stronghold. Now, some of you might have some the strongholds that the devil's been trying to manipulate and control you, and it's going this weekend so that your whole soul will be delivered from that fear, from that grief, from that pain. No further, no longer, no more. Because when that major stronghold is, is dissolved, the devil can't use that anymore. Then it frees a big portion of your soul. See? See? Fear's contagious. Faith much more contagious. <laughs> Woo! Okay. And the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground. Their toes didn't even get wet. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Muddy. <laughs> In the midst of Jordan, and all the Israelites passed over on dry ground until what? How many? Most of them. Maybe the ones that were just a little slow. Maybe they didn't get up enough, early enough, you know. Maybe they just kind of came in late for church. No, they all passed over. All passed over. All passed over. Now, let me, let me tell you something. What God just revealed. We're, we're flying down here. And I'm saying, and God gave me that, I guess, Thursday morning. Whatever. And I'm saying, apparently, <laughs> let me show you what God showed me here. <laughs> you guys are standing 
in the joy. And what you've just been through, and not just you, but many, Pauline, I know, and many in the body, all different kinds of crazy things. Why? You're going through the gates, making a way for the people. You've stepped in the water. Now the water's coming back. Now see, the water, look, they, because they are the priests, the high priests of, of this ministry, <clears throat> then uh, God has put a supernatural grace on them for that position. Do you remember? Okay, I'm just going to turn over there right quick so that you understand where we're going. Because uh, Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Ken didn't think this up, okay? Nice little church on there, you know, charismatic, word of faith church. Just you come in and have, you know, no, a portal of prosperity for the body of Christ. How are you going to figure that one out? You're going to have to cast that care on the Lord. <laughs> but we can't have any interference from these uh, strongholds that still have some emotional response from them. Or you get in the middle of some kind of uh, battle or something happen, and then here comes, you know, that memory. Or that person saying, oh, you get this phone call or that, and it stirs up. Tourniquet. So dragged down into naturalism, darkness, faith on pause. That's how faith gets on pause. If the soul, if the defeated devil, that's all he can do. He can't touch you. He can't touch anything that's yours if he can't get through your soul, see? See, because he's not in the, he doesn't have a physical body unless somebody, you know, makes a covenant with him and lets him channel all that kind of, you know, goofy. But he's, manipulated and controlled and gotten into that soul like he did with Judas. Because of money. The love of money is the root of all evil. But I'm telling you, the money from the supernatural supply inheritance that God has reserved is not going to be anything about the love of it. It's going to flow in a, in a, uh, uh, a giving system, right. a love system, right. see? And your soul is going to be so in the light that you won't be dragged down into, well, what are we going to do about that, Bill? What are we going to do? If we give that, what are we going to do now? Right? Come on. See? Is anybody? Come on. So, <clears throat> so, We've stepped in the water. Flood's gone, gone back. We're not pulled away. And Oh, yeah, I was going to show you that in Ephesians. That's what it was. Thank you. 
Thank you, Holy Ghost. Ephesians chapter 3, real quickly. For, the, for this cause, I, Paul, verse 1, the prisoner of the Lord of Jesus Christ, for you Gentiles, if you have heard of the dispensation of the grace of God, which is given to me, to you, word. Okay? So, a dispensation, dispense. We're dispensing. If God's dispensing graces for particular mantles or what your assignment is. Okay? So, Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Kim have a mantle for this assignment and a grace that's on them to be able to step into that water and not be overwhelmed by the battle. See? Tribulating the devil. Giving the devil hell. (laughs) And that's why, you know, Pastor Kim just came out of that uh, thing, but I'm telling you, <laughs> where are you now, devil? <laughs> and she came out saying, You can't just trust in your own faith, you trust in God. The mantle, the grace. The dispensation of grace. And they're going to work this to where they're operating in this grace in a greater dimension. See? Because the grace is what keeps the soul saved into, in the light. Are we seeing that? Because it's by faith. Your soul doesn't have faith. No. Faith, faith, faith is a spiritual thing, okay? And so by faith, it says in Romans 5, 2, it's by faith that you access this grace in which we stand. You can't stand with your soul down here in darkness. You see that? So he's given you grace to uh, save your soul. And I know that sounds crazy to a lot of the way we think, but see, Jesus, Jesus saved my soul. Well, he, yes, he provided everything for you. But you have to choose to renovate your soul to where it is in the light where you are in the light. Okay? And any kind of defeated devil trying to mess with your mind or emotions, you got to rip it up for the sake of the assignment on this church. But I want to be pastor. I want to do this. Hey! Not if you don't have the grace. Your soul will be overwhelmed. That grace was uh, operating in uh, Pastor Kim's 
life in an awesome, it was to me, I'm listening to that, I'm saying, look how she is able to keep her soul in the light through that whole thing. Amazing grace. <laughs> That's the real amazing grace. Because <laughs> she knows it wasn't her. <laughs> her own strength. <laughs> no, she is able to keep her soul because of the dispensation of grace that's been given for you all. You talk about humbling. You talk about humbling. See? <clears throat> Can I... <clears throat> I got to, I got to, I got to give you one more thing here, okay? Because we're not just going to talk about, yeah, well, I've got inheritance in in heaven, I've got a home in glory, line that outshines the sun of glory, I've got a home in. How about some glory in your home? I still like Excel. <laughs> okay, go to Acts chapter 26. Y'all gave me permission. Now that's your fault. Okay. <laughs> Are we having fun? Now when this is preached, you're responsible. Is that okay? Say, with God's help. <laughs> Because you're going you're gonna to experience grace in a greater dimension than you ever have. <laughs> when you believe you receive and then cast the care, that's where the grace is, to stand. See? To stand. Glory to God. Going after that devil, right? <laughs> we're going after that devil. Whatever, any, and we're gonna we're going after it now. So, <clears throat> devil's in trouble, big trouble. We're tribulating the devil. We're the tribulators, by the way. You understand that? Amen. Because it was <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> so any strong any memory. A stronghold is a memory. Okay, any memory that still has emotional response to it. You, you will see that no further, no longer, no more. It will not trouble you anymore. You're not going to yield to that anymore. So let's get this so we can go to bed and get up again. Acts 26. Because tomorrow... Don't you dare miss tomorrow. Tomorrow morning at 9.30, right? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> 9.30. And bring your brothers and sisters and cousins and friends and everybody in the neighborhood because they got some strongholds that need to be dissolved, uprooted, gone, 
No more. I don't care. I don't care if you've had an emotional response to some kind of memory for 70 years or 50 years or 20 years. Or uh, I can tell you something <clears throat> from uh, my husband's life. Is that okay? That is so funny. <laughs> okay. When he was a kid. Okay. Let's see. His father moved to heaven when he was like 12, okay? But they were very close, and his dad loved to go hunting, and, and he would take him and teach him how to handle a gun and how to shoot, and they'd have a, oh, they would just, and, and he was a child, you know, 10-year-old. He just enjoyed so much being with his dad and being out in the woods and all this kind of thing. Well, uh... This last Christmas, we were sitting around the table, and we had to, um, a friend was there with us and just talking. She was saying, well, you know, what are you going to do for this person? What are you going to do for Christmas and all this? And then I said, family, I said, tell her that story. And see, this is about the unction of the Holy Ghost. I wouldn't have thought of this. I said, tell them about when uh, your dad and your mother uh, <clears throat> gave you a gun for Christmas, Okay. He, this is what happened. They were, he was just so looking forward to it, and his dad had promised him that he was going to get him a gun for Christmas, and he was just so excited, right? <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> so came down, here it is Christmas morning, and he's got, and they brought him, and they brought him a box. It was about this big, and he's looking at that, He's, and he's looking around for the big box that would have the gun, gun in it. I mean, 10, right? And he's looking for that big, he knows it's here because his dad promised him. And, and they had so much fun going in the woods and hunting and talking and just having it. And they handed him one of these little things. And so he kind of unwraps it, <clears throat> something, some kind of something wrong is trying to come up in him, and he unwraps it. It's a little bitty gun, about like that, a little play gun. <laughs> now, that was a smoke screen for a defeated devil to come in and choke his soul. And <clears throat> my dad doesn't love me. And, of course, his parents thought there was just, this would just be funny, you know, some kind of little joke, and then they'd bring the real gun out, you know. And, uh, and they, they could see that this was not funny. <laughs> but he was telling the story, and tears started flowing down his cheeks. And I said, Fatly, <laughs> that's been your ears. <laughs> I said, we got to get rid of that thing. <laughs> A memory with emotional response. What has, how has that tried to hinder his prosperity? How has that tried to hinder his understanding of the Father loves me? How has, you know, what has that tried to infect his soul? 
where the defeated devil could have access and come in and anytime he wanted to just bring a memory up and just choke down his soul, see? See? So we, you know, <clears throat> he's, he, right before, you know, a lot of times we'll, and then we'll pray before we go to bed and uh, take, I said, let's take communion. <laughs> and he looked at me and he said, I got something to take care of. Because he didn't realize it. He did not realize that this memory still had emotional response. Years. <laughs> but it didn't take long to get rid of it. See? It didn't take 21 days or 21, you know. And praise God if it doesn't happen overnight for you. I've got so many good testimonies, but we got to save a few for tomorrow. But that's what I'm talking about, folks. There are memories of the past or maybe even things you learned. I, uh, uh, my uh, professional education was veterinarian, okay? A lot of understanding and, and wisdom, and I enjoyed it, okay? But a lot having to do with medicine and stuff. Well, faith goes beyond that. And boy, if I got some good testimonies, we're going to get into a lot of testimonies tomorrow morning, okay? Because the, it's important. I like to teach with testimonies because it's, every testimony is by spiritual laws being activated. And spiritual laws are repeatable. So that if, if we can understand how this miracle happened... And God is not holding back from us. He's saying, come on, come on, seek me. I want to talk to you about this. I want to show you how this works. Come on now, come on. See? And we say, well, I don't know how that happened. It's just one day, la-di-da-di-da. No. We're going to pray and find out how this tourniquet was loosed and the effects of that. And allowing God to manifest himself in this natural realm through a tourniquet being loosed in the soul world. Is everybody, is that? This is a smart church, full of the world. (laughs) So if you'll let me just, just a few more scriptures, okay, and then we'll really get into it tomorrow. Acts in chapter 26. Are we there? Yes. Okay. <laughs> You're going to get that <laughs> something else, huh? Hallelujah. Okay. We have Acts 26. <clears throat> now, Paul, whose name used to be Saul, is on the road to Damascus to persecute. I mean, he is... Crazed with religion, spirit of grief. He's crazed with it, <clears throat> and he's he's given the nod for uh, Stephen to be stoned, and they laid their garments at his feet, and he said, "Yeah, stoning, putting Christians in prison, persecuting, making them blaspheme the name of Jesus." This is Paul. Uh, he was Saul, actually. 
and he's on the road to Damascus, and he's got letters from the chief priests to do the same thing and to stamp out this, uh, the, this cult. And on the road to Damascus, light comes on the scene. We're going to have a lot of visitations. Angelic Jesus visiting. Uh, family had a, a visitation from Jesus. We'll talk about that tomorrow. But uh, light comes on this Jesus. And look, let's, let's just read it. Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? It's hard for you to kick against the bricks. He said, who are you, Lord? Good thing he said, Lord. Because <laughs> his harvest was coming to him. I'm Jesus whom you persecute, but rise, stand upon your feet, for I am appeared unto you for this purpose, to make you minister and a witness both of these things which you've seen of those things which I will appear to you delivering you from the people and from the Gentiles unto whom now I send you boy we can preach on this for an hour but anyway but look here look at his assignment from the very beginning as soon and see this is the same assignment that you got you better listen to this you better listen <clears throat> To open their eyes, to turn them from darkness to light, born again, and from power. Now that power is exousia, which is the word that means authority. The authority of Satan unto God. From the authority of Satan's inheritance that he wants to bind you up in to God's inheritance. <clears throat> because the only way the devil can control anybody through their soul is with his money system. It's a socialistic system that tries to provide uh, for people without God. Okay? And it goes all the way back to, you know, Nimrod or some of them back in there somewhere. <laughs> the one, that, he's the guy that built the uh, yeah, Tower of Babel, right? Okay. So that's still, that's how the defeated devil has tried to control everything. It's through that system. Okay? Now, but see, this is, this is Paul's assignment he's being given immediately upon being born again. The power of Satan unto God that they may receive forgiveness of sins. Now what did I tell you about forgiveness of sins? Remember? Born again. The way God forgives, he changes us. He recreates us in his own image. Is that just wild? And an inheritance. So the express image of Jesus Christ that you are in the spirit. Okay? It's your soul. It's where... Oh, look, we almost... I got more time. <laughs> it's the soul realm where the tourniquet's been, 
so that you cannot, you have not been able to express your true nature in this natural realm because of those um, strongholds that still have emotional response the defeated devil is using to put a tourniquet around your soul and hold you back from manifesting in the natural realm who you are. This is a lot of information, but it's your fault you're pulling it out of me, okay? <clears throat> I was going to spread this out over a whole weekend, okay? <clears throat> but we're getting a <clears throat> boatload tonight. Okay, here we go. And they receive forgiveness of sin and an inheritance. So this person here, the new creation you, okay? I'm just going to go through, run through a few scriptures just to lay a foundation, Okay? But the new creation you, the express image of Jesus Christ that you are, has an inheritance to match it, yes. to match her, to match him. Yes. Okay? Right. So the more you know who you are, the more you understand what your inheritance. A supernatural, you're supernatural. Was that supernatural when you were born again? If there's anybody in here that's not born again, you get it tonight. Yeah, that's right. <clears throat> okay? Everybody's born again? Yes. When you're born again, you get an inheritance. <laughs> see? To match it. But it's not... And see, it manifests in this natural realm, but when it manifests, it's a seed. It grows up into and changes the natural, uh, even the natural topography. And uh, it changes. How, how is it that w when you were healed, let, you, you've experienced healing in your body, okay? It changed. And it came from the inside out. You believed you received, and, and it changed. It changed your physical. And the more you know God, you're, a lot of even physical characteristics of your physical body will change. See? Right? Okay. So that's, that's how it happens. You have in here. Now, yeah, it will be in, manifest in this natural realm, but it's from a spiritual seed that grows up from the inside out. Just like you're born again, just like you're healed. Okay? It's the same thing with prosperity. Okay? It's, it's going to manifest in this natural realm. But it's coming from here. Okay? We're, we are going to understand this more and more. Especially in this ministry. Okay. So, he says, if you'll tell people, you know, I've been telling people, look, you're forgiven. Just receive that. <laughs> Just receive that. Well, when you tell people that they're forgiven and that God has something good for them, uh, uh, you know, then God says right here, yeah, that'll open their eyes and take them from darkness to light and from the authority of Satan to God. So we got to start telling people that they're forgiven, just receive that. <laughs> and that God's got something good he wants to bless them with. 
because they, you know, you know, you don't have time to cram two ears worth of. <laughs> but you know, we're going to evangelize with that. Okay, let's go with just <clears throat> glory to God. First, <clears throat> First Peter, and I'm not going to start teaching these like I just did that one. I'm just going to go through, run through these scriptures, okay? <clears throat> because I want you to be awake in the morning. Okay, now watch this. 1 Peter chapter 1. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Y'all just going to have to catch up with me or read of it on the board or something. <clears throat> Which according to his abundant mercy. See, you're born again by the mercy of God, right? According to your abundant mercy has begotten us, caused us to be born again. Unto a lively, a living hope. So just being born again is not all there is. There's a living, lively, spiritual, perpetual, unconditional hope. And guess what that hope is? Well, we're going to read it right here in just a minute, but it's your inheritance. Okay? Because he goes on to say, by the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, so just as you were raised with him, your inheritance was raised with him. And it's going to take resurrection life power to manifest your supernatural supply inheritance in this natural realm. How are you going to work that out on your own? No way. See, he's still got the pen. Got it? <laughs> Two, and that's what verse 4 says. Two, an inheritance. Born again to a lively hope. <clears throat> See, this is the plan God has for you. It's a lively hope. Okay? It's a living hope. The inheritance is the living hope. God has an inheritance. What's that got to do with, you know, gender or race or how you were raised or where you came from and where you... and all, Nothing. Nothing. We're talking about supernatural, lively, living, uh, perpetual, unconditional inheritance that God has for you from before the foundation of the world. And it's not your fault. He chose it for you. Because he'd choose better than you would anyway. Your job is to get rid of those tourniquets. Use your faith. Get rid of those tourniquets. Pass them to care. All right. To an inheritance incorruptible, undefiled, it fades not away, reserved in heaven for you. Now look, go to Ephesians. <clears throat> I, I really am going to quit here. Just This is my thir first closing, right? <laughs> Ephesians chapter 1. But now watch. Now listen. This is going to totally change the way you read the New Testament. And you're going to read it according to your assignment. Everything that Paul, he was commissioned. 
in Acts. And God told him, you teach these two things. You bring these things to the body. Now, there's other things that, he, that go along with this, like grace, like the hierarchy of the demonic realm and a lot of other things. But it all hooks into born again, express image of Jesus Christ, and inheritance. And every scripture is going to open that up to you where you say, well, I know where he's coming from. He's coming from these two things, okay? Because when you can understand, okay, that's what he was commissioned to. This is what Jesus told him. Is he going to disobey Jesus and get off on some other, you know, subject that he'd rather teach? No, these are the two things he's doing, every scripture. Look at it here in Ephesians chapter 1, verse 13, okay? And so I want you to start reading in these New Testament letters that Paul, and see it, it, it uh, got on Peter because we just read it over there. Right. <clears throat> and and um, Ephesians chapter 1, and he says in verse th- 13, For brethren, you have been called unto liberty. Let me see. No, I'm sorry. I was in Galatians. I was saying, boy, that's good too. But anyway, <laughs> in whom, verse 13, in whom you also trusted after that you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also after that you believed, you were born again. Now he's going to hit this other thing. You were sealed with the Holy Spirit of what? Of what? Of what? What's the promise? Inheritance. The promise is your inheritance that we just read about reserved in heaven for you to manifest in this natural realm to bankrupt the devil and take over. If we just, this church right here, if we just believe that and operate in it, How do you think, what was it, two years? How how long did it take you all? It was like a half a million dollars worth of debt if you talk about your debt and the church's debt and, of course, all of us together working on that. But how long did that take? took, what, two years? Maybe? Three? You were half a million. How long did it take? How about your debt? Less than five years. Less than five years. Less than five years. Supernatural. Why? Because of the assignment. Because of the grace. Because of the dispensation of grace that's been given to them for you all. Same grace you can work with. Get debt free. Same grace, you have to. Tap into it. You say, I believe the God of jo- Pastor Jonathan and Pastor Kim. I believe. See, because they got a grace. Well, you know, they were just smart, and they did this, and they did that. Uh-oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Uh-oh, 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 uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
myself out. I was going to just teach tonight. Do you see? Sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise, which is the earnest. What's earnest? Guarantee. Down payment. I like, I like, I like guarantee of your inheritance. So if you're not baptized in the Holy Ghost, you don't have the guarantee yet. What did she just say? That wasn't me saying it. I didn't say it. Did I say that? There's the words. We better get some folk filled with the Holy Ghost and operate in it. When you're praying in tongues, you're praying your inheritance. And you start seeing the end from the beginning. Can I just take you one more scripture? First Corinthians chapter 2. Your heads are not spinning, right? You just, you're taking it in because I'm telling you, you're not going to bed tonight when the same as when you woke up. And tomorrow morning, we're going to... You remember the, <laughs> you remember the, uh, what was it, the Wicked Witch of the West or something, and Dorothy and the little Toto and all that, and the Wizard of Oz, and through that water, I'm melting! I'm melting! Those strongholds are melting in the morning! Ha, 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 ha! Ha, 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 ha! Ha, 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 ha! That old Wicked Witch of the West has no place in your soul anymore. <laughs> okay, 1 Corinthians 2. <clears throat> because I want you to read this chapter before you go to bed tonight. That means you don't go home and turn a bunch of other stuff on and do this and that and, you know, I single. We're doing something this weekend. Because we got to get on with this. But I'm going to go start down here in about verse 6. Excuse me. How be it? We speak the wisdom of God. Among them, or among uh, among them that are perfect, <clears throat> yet not the wisdom of this world, mm-hmm. nor of the princes <laughs> of this world. That what? Not. What does not mean? Nothing. Is that bankrupt? Yes. Yes. Is that bankrupt? Is that bankrupt? So we get a hold of this wisdom. 
We're going to do some bankrupting of the defeated devil. That's good. See it? Because <clears throat> you all got to know what perfect means. When Paul's talking about perfect, we got to get in that tomorrow, okay? But we're going we're gonna to find out. <clears throat> Amen. That come to zero, but we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom, which God has ordained before the world. Now, in other words, there's hidden wisdom for you. Okay? It's been hidden not from you, but for you, because the defeated devil has no right to this wisdom. Because it has to do with you and your inheritance. Okay? That's going to bring the defeated devil to zero. If the devil doesn't have any money, how can he do any wickedness in the world? And see, God's going to do it if he just have somebody open this portal. <laughs> Get those tourniquets loosed. Uh, keep your soul in, in the light. See? In the uh, <clears throat> life and peace realm. Not be dragged down by natural information. <clears throat> before the world. Ordained before the world unto our glory. Now that can, that's natural glory. And supernatural glory. Solomon in all his glory. glory. See? Amen? <clears throat> Which none of the princes of this world knew. They didn't know we were going to rise up and bankrupt him. <laughs> he had no idea that this is what was going to happen. They thought they'd get rid of Jesus and whew, glory to God and we pop up. <laughs> With the hidden wisdom that he can't figure out. <laughs> How they given so much and that's still overflowing? You know, the plowman overtaking the reaper. Plowman overtaking as soon as they, soon as you give, it's right back. It's right back in your account. As soon as you give, it's right back in your account. As soon as you obey God, it's right back in your account. That's what happens in heaven. You pluck a pear off a tree and it's right back. Well, that's how it's supposed to work for you in your bank accounts and in your finances. Everything you do, it's right back. Uh, you know, hey, maybe you, you twist your ankle or what. No, in the name of Jesus, I'm healed. And it's instantly healed right back to normal. Glory to God. Hallelujah. If we just got rid of those uh, emotional responses to memory strongholds so that, the, so that there's no tourniquet. In the healing power of God, so there's no tourniquet in our finances, so there's no tourniquet in the love, joy, peace, long-suffering, oh, gentleness, yeah. peace, peace, that we're supposed to be operating. In. That's who we are. I said I wasn't going to preach this, but, <clears throat> but look at verse 12, and then we'll go back. Now, we have received not the spirit of the world, Okay? Isn't that good news? But the spirit which is of God that we might know the things. Do we might, what would things be? 
Your inheritance. Your inheritance reserved in heaven for you and with you. You're seated in heavenly places far above all principality and power in Christ Jesus. Glory to God. Just get rid of those stupid emotional responses to old memories. Be loosed in Jesus' name. That you might know <clears throat> that we might know the things that are freely given to us, freely given. Free, is that is oh that that's just that's just too far out there even for God. I don't think even God could give me properties. You don't know how I was raised. You don't know where I came from. Be dead to sin. Be dead to sin. (laughs) Might as well laugh. Okay. That we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. I'm stopping right there. Okay? Because I want you to, you know, read this chapter remembering what um, Paul's assignment was. Remember the two things? What's about? Born again, or, and I like to just go on and say, express image of Jesus Christ and inheritance. Acts chapter 26, verse 18, a master key scripture for every letter and every sermon that Paul preached. And if you start reading these New Testament letters, and you keep that in mind, you, you, you know, every once in a while, just flip back over there to Acts 26, 18, see? And then go back to where you're reading. And say, Lord, reveal this to me because I've been thinking religiously about this scripture. Okay? I'm going to leave you with that till tomorrow. Because you got to kind of sleep on this. And if you'll sleep on 1 Corinthians chapter 2 tonight and meditate and think about... Uh, some things that that the Holy Spirit brought out tonight, okay, then you'll be, (laughs) your faith will be ten times greater in the morning. I mean, just, I mean, you'll be, you'll be just ready to grab it all and to destroy some strongholds, dissolving, those emotional responses. Oh, you might still remember, might have a vague memory of that incident or whatever happened, okay? But it's not, there's no more remote. I don't think even God can do that. Oh, brother. (laughs) 
For the joy set before him, he endured the cross to dissolve those strongholds for you so that you would believe it, so that he would have me the substitutionary work for you. Glory to God. So that you can be free to express the express image of Jesus Christ in this natural realm and do the greater works of the restitution of all things. Hallelujah! 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 